Welcome to Pop Culture Ketchup. We make the good stuff better. Join us every week as we discuss movies, TV, and all the other things that make up the pop culture you care about. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing the upcoming birth of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's baby. Critical Role and their Kickstarter that broke all sorts of records. And of course, we'll be discussing Avengers Endgame with all the spoilers. Stay tuned. Do, do, do. You do that every time. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, because you can just hear the music, can't you? Mm-hmm, that's where the music comes in. I'm drawing the new orange. What is this? Orange vanilla Coke. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. You're satisfied? Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I bought a whole case of it, so I better be. Does it taste like an orange creamsicle? No, it has more of like a... It's weird. It has like the dark Coke flavor with like the hint of orange. Uh So I was hoping it would be more orange, less Coke. But, you know, it's good. It's good enough. By the end of it, I probably wouldn't buy... I'm not going to buy another case, though, probably. So, yeah. Hmm. Also, sorry for the burps uh, during this um, episode coming because i just downed like almost a whole can in the last to like five minutes so <clears throat> how's it going we haven't um we haven't talked since our last podcast yeah we never talk I know. this is the only time i know i missed you i've just been here how's your life been? just sitting in the same spot mm-hmm. wow that sounds kind of boring yeah. That's not true, actually. We actually do talk, and the reason we haven't done the episode is because we are lazy. <laughs> huh, bae? Mm-hmm. Is that the reason? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're just full of inconsistency. Our bad. Change is the only constant. Yes. Yes. No, but things have been good here in the Higley household. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Ralph is doing fantabulous. Yeah, you cleaned out his eye cook this um, earlier today, and he put up with it okay, but I'm not sure if he's quite forgiven you yet. Yeah, he had really bad eye crusties, and they needed to be taken care of. And we recently, do you remember when we, um, I can't remember who was telling us, but like the eye crusties and boogers are the same thing? Yes. They, like, they come from the same place, and it's just sometimes when you're sleeping, they ooze out of your eyes instead of oozing out of your nose. That's so Yeah, gross. so apparently... Uh, like, you can get eye crusties. Basically, what's happening You're is, picking your nose. You might as well be picking your nose. It, it's just coming up out of your tear ducts, the snot, and then hardening instead of coming down through your nose. It's just another orifice it's coming out of. Yeah. So, pretty disgusting. So, anyway, I was cleaning Ralph's hardened boogers out of his eye cracks. <laughs> yeah, so when people say, like, eye boogers, it's... I didn't realize that, like, how apt of a thing that is. That's just what people call it. But No, it's actually eye boogers. Yeah. Boogers coming from your nose out of your eyes. Ooh. So, that's gross. Yeah. But in more exciting news, um, we're starting up a local... Um, we're, we're starting up a Dungeons & Dragons group, aren't we? We are. And I'm getting better at having no shame, aren't I, Bay? Yeah. I have the coolest character. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. This 
old lady that just goes on adventures for fun. She's an old hag. About four feet tall. Kind of crazy. She's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Her name's Willie. So I just keep. I just think like Wet Willie whenever I hear that. Wet Willie. That could be one. Could that be one of her signature moves? It could be a spell she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wet Willie. If you guys have never played Dungeons and Dragons, um, you should look into it. It's pretty fun. Would mm-hmm. you agree? Yep. It's been a passion of mine for several years, and do you want to explain it in layman's slowly. terms for people that don't understand what it is? And think that it's a Satanist cult group or something? Well, it is. Oh, dang it. I wasn't supposed to say that. Just kidding. <laughs> no, so, yeah. So, it's a game played with, like, pencil and paper and dice. And um, everyone kind of just comes together. And Well, it used to be played with pencil and paper and dice. Now it's become digitized with modern, with modern technology. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's accurate. What is it not? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Not sure if it's helpful for the description. Okay, anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah, but it, so it's kind of just a group storytelling slash problem solving um, activity, I guess you could say. Um, and so there's one person who's the dungeon master, who, and then there's a, and there's any number of other people who are kind of like imagine they're the heroes in this like fantasy movie. And the dungeon master is in charge of like all of the other people that the heroes interact with. I would say the dungeon master is like the narrator, mm-hmm. and then the other people are like the characters mm-hmm. in the story. Yep. And you go on like an adventure together, basically. Yep. And the dungeon master's who decides what the adventure is going to be and mm-hmm. what happens and stuff like that. Yep. And anything could happen, and it's um, entirely led by like the players and their decision making um, to various problems for what exactly what happens and um it's just really fun kind of shared shared um imaginative storytelling experience yeah it's kind of it's a tricky thing to kind of explain without it is i know people think it's weird or it sounds weird or whatever but and i thought it was super weird but it's actually pretty fun and it's not like what you think it is so Yeah. yeah and if anyone's ever done like improvisational like workshops or things like that I'd say it has a lot of sim- a lot of similarities with that of you know just kind of like or like improvisational games like whose line is it anyway or like you know that that show and stuff like that where they see a lot of various improv games has a lot of similarities to that I'd say because why I feel like that's gonna confuse people just because nothing is scripted or planned out the dungeon the role and you're acting out like a character yep you have a character that you act out and you imagine yourself as that character in the in the world and the dungeon master his his or her role is to just provide scenarios and and challenges for the other people to solve and it's all kind of through like improvisational like well, okay we'll do, we'll, we'll do this we'll, we'll do that should i talk in willie's old lady voice should i show what it's going to sound like sure he- hello there handsome young fellow how are you doing today <laughs> how was that very good yeah do you like you liked it mm-hmm. yeah willie is pretty cool she's 667 years old yep mm-hmm Ooh, ralph is getting into the closet what is he looking at going on an adventure what are we going to find oh dear to keep an eye on this one mm-hmm well, I guess speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, um, do you want to talk about your topic today? 
Boy, do I. Boy, do you. He's yeah. been wanting to talk about this for weeks. Huh. Yeah. Luckily, it's been developing over a week, so I can still talk about it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go so, ahead. So, Critical Role, uh, they've had a Kickstarter to make an animated TV series. And um, Critical Role is um, the most popular um, Dungeons & Dragons um, show. I guess you could say. And so what, what I mean by that is, so it's a group of people who they play Dungeons and Dragons together and they stream it on Twitch. And then they also release it as a podcast and it's up on YouTube as well. And it's by far the biggest and most popular one. Um, they have million, they have um, hundreds of thousands of people that watch it live every week. And then millions more that then download the podcast or watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So huge, huge, big deal. They started in like 2015. I watched the first episode of their second season, mm-hmm. and it's pretty entertaining. So yeah, and I, I think, recommend it. And I think part of what makes it fun is um, it's also that they're all professional voice actors just in the industry, and so they. Did you hear my old hag voice, mm-hmm. sweetie? I could be a professional <laughs> voice actor too. Yeah, but and so it's it's kind of just fun because they like, um, especially it makes it fun for listening, just because you hear all these various voices and stuff like that, and it makes it easier to kind of get immersed mm-hmm. in it and stuff as you. And then they also just have a fun time, and um, the, fun, the fun they have is, like, really infectious and stuff like that, and so it's kind of just fun to get, like, wrapped up in it as well. Um, but, so, they, but yeah, so they, they st- started a Kickstarter, um, which would take place with the characters they had for their first season, um, but it right. would be an adventure, it would be detailing an adventure they had before the show started. And it's going to be an, an animated animated tv, TV show. show right well i want to say tv show like it's not going to be like TV broadcast but, it, but it's but like yeah. a tv series mm-hmm. they would you buy it or like would it be like sold to netflix or like what do you, do you know um i haven't seen but i'm pretty sure it you would buy it okay like i like at target or something um maybe target but I, I, it, it would be on their website so basically though it would be creative and you'd buy it like not like yeah individually. It i don't think it'd be like streamed somewhere at least okay yeah but yeah, so they had their Kickstarter. Um, let's see. And uh, when it started, they were asking for seven hundred and fifty thousand um, so, dollars um, to, and most of most of that just being production costs because you know hiring a production studio and stuff like that. Are they hiring the illustrators as well and mm-hmm. stuff? Okay, all the talent for oh, it. So that's how much so they wanted. That's how much they thought it would cost. The budget, and okay. and then with that budget, they would make. Um, I believe it was the first. It would be the first two shows in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, so and with that, it would be the first, it would, it would be two episodes for $750,000. Right. And oh, and just so people out mm-hmm. there, like my mom, but um, a Kickstarter is like a crowdfunding. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so someone or a, or some people come up with an idea that they want to do and then... They need they, money for and it. And they need money for it. So basically then people donate money Um and then there's different like incentives kind mm-hmm. of there's to, like if, how much depending on how much you donate um you get, like upon completion of the project you would get this reward or that reward right and so basically uh that's how a lot of um a lot of things get started like like startups or or different ideas is uh and, and especially yeah. some some a group like this it has quite a large following this is a great way for them to get money for a project yeah like this so yeah, so they're asking for $750,000, and that would be um, to create the first two episodes. And uh, yeah, most of it would go into production and the artists and everything. Um, and then they would provide, and then they would reprise the role of their characters for the voice acting, you know, since 
you know, right. They're voice actors. Um, and it very, and it smashed that really handedly. Um, it's currently the fourth most uh, funded Kickstarter of all time at uh, $11,385,449. So they're the fourth most, they're now the fourth most funded Kickstarter of all time. And they completely smashed the record for TV and film category. Um, before I, th- I believe it was four million, hold by mystery, hold held by the, the team behind Mystery Science Theater to kind of like bring back um, a little bit of stuff with that. Okay, so this is my question: mm-hmm. Do you know if they went to any kind of production studio or mm-hmm. ne- or network before they started the Kickstarter, or like what do you think? Yeah, um, yeah, they they talk about it that, and um, so they they went to a couple of the they went to a couple of studios and stuff like that, and they said that there was some interest, but ultimately they B W kids kids B W, <laughs> you know, like the Saturday morning, you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah. You mean W B? W B. Yeah, kids B W B Dub. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what I meant. No, yeah, they remember, yeah. It, Kids WB, like Saturday morning cartoons. Like <laughs> they, so, they like don't some, talk about the studios they went to. So I mean, but maybe, I feel like but, that's kind of what I could see it. Being uh, on, or no? No. Um, <laughs> okay, I have no idea. No, I mean, so Critical Role, it's very much more of an adult show. And when I say oh, that, I don't. That's true. I don't mean that like it's like explicit or. There's some swearing though. There, there is some, but I mean, it has a little, kind of just a body sense of like broady kind of sense of humor. Yeah. Um. Um, and they wanted to keep that i can't believe i said bw that's so embarrassing yeah. and, and they wanted to keep that same feel and so it wouldn't be um like a children's show um but it's still be adult animation, animation. Okay, yeah. okay so they went to some studios and they said that there was some interest but ultimately they decided they wanted to kind of just handle it on their own and bring it to kickstarter so that way they could they what, could they, they could have the final say on like creative direction oh and stuff like that. did they want to like own part of the created probably the mm-hmm. development and stuff. I wanted to be able to have more control over it than what would than than what wanted. it'd be if they like sold it if they sold it to like a production uh, studio. Okay, gotcha. Man. So do you think at this point then those studios are kind of kicking themselves? Then maybe they didn't offer a better deal or something. Right. Seeing how much huge interest there is. it's possible. I wonder if they looked at any streaming networks. I wonder if they went and talked to Netflix or something. But maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But so I wanna so, yeah, talk a little bit about what all is going on now um, with all the stretch goals they made. Oh, with all the, the money? With all the, the money. extra money, I mm-hmm. guess. So, yeah, so they funded to create the first two episodes really easily. Like, that happened, like, almost instantly. Right. Um, and then they're like, okay, so we're going to make the ne- four more episodes. And uh, these next four episodes, it's going to kind of, like, continue on with that. But it's going to, but it'll detail um, a pop, but it'll detail the Briarwoods arc, which that's just a story arc that took place um, on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to kind of recreate that and uh, do four episodes of that. And then they, the next stretch goal was to do two more seasons of it or two more episodes within that arc that got funded. The final stretch goal was to then complete the entire season so, um, and do two more episodes. So it's now 10 episodes going through the, that entire story arc. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, an entire season got funded, which is that's pretty crazy. nuts. So they, because they were really originally just wanting the the first two episodes, right? Just the first two episodes, seven hundred and fifty thousand, and instead they're doing an entire season. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you so excited? I am very excited. So when does it like when does it start, or have they started, or because um, it just the mm. Kickstarter campaign just ended like a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. So I haven't seen any details about that. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but but imagine it'll be happening soon. 
but it's kind of interesting because it kind of, I think it's people have settled down now, but it kind of created a lot of controversy within the tabletop gaming space. Mm. Um, just because I'd have to look at the numbers again, but I think the amount that got spent on this is about 40% of what typically gets spent in the like tabletop gaming industry. Uh, 40% of what people typically spend got spent towards this Kickstarter. And so a lot of people were like concerned, like, oh, there goes like what could have been my share of money. I don't, I'm not understanding. 40% of what? Okay, yeah. So, uh, like, so I was reading this article, and when it was at about $7 million funded, uh-huh. um, there was a lot of controversy going on because $7 million is about 40% of how much the entire like tabletop gaming industry makes it in a year. Oh, so they're making more money than like the whole industry combined kind of? Well, so they've, or 40% so, so far, of- so far 40%, the 7 million right. was 40% of what typically consumers spend in the, in the tabletop in that, gaming industry. Right. And so there's a lot of people concerned that, inst- that, they put that the money-, money would just be like a finite amount and that money now went to this instead of going to all of these other creators that are that typically oh. get some of the money and they're like oh well now you know like our profits are going to be down this year because, right, because this huge pro- behemoth kind of like soaked it all up right right is that is that true has that proved true or we don't know yet? i mean the year's still early on so we'll have to see um but i mean also i feel like people are diehards some like people that would donate to that i feel like are really big fans mm-hmm. and i feel like they'd be really big fans in other aspects so I feel, yeah. like, I feel like they wouldn't have used all their money that they're going to donate up I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and my feeling is, like, I feel like it would all work out, and it's kind of just a weird, it, I don't, okay, well, it, it was kind of just a weird thing that kind of just caused concern for some people, just because of how big it got. Right. Um, but ultimately, I feel like it will yeah. kind of, like, pan itself out. And also, like, while it was going on, I think kind of, like, during that controversy, um, I think a lot of them were definitely very much aware of it, and, like, starting when they... I mean, when they started getting like around like multi-million dollars funded, um, a lot of times at the start of the show, they were like, you know, always expressing thanks for how much support their fans have given them. But then also talking about like, you know, like go take this excitement and share the love with like other content creators and stuff like that and go check what, out what they're doing and go help them out. And then they're even like naming off some of the Kickstarter projects that they liked. And so I think they were like aware of like, yeah, right. Of it. And maybe, and maybe the, they themselves are feeling a little bit guilty. And so they're kind of, you know, trying okay. to raise awareness and like yeah. let people know like, Hey, there's also all this other great stuff that you could. Now donate, that you're here, donate, donate to, to this too. Yeah. Right, right. But, but cool. overall, very, very excited. Um, and we're definitely going to uh, be purchasing the season when it becomes available. Mm, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe my Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's super exciting though. And super exciting for like, I feel like this thing that you've liked mm-hmm. for a long time to come to like this point. Yeah. And there really hasn't been... There really hasn't been a, like a Dungeons and Dragons based animation for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, I believe not since like there's like maybe a children's cartoon in the 80s. Um, and then I believe Universal Studios is in the works to make a Dungeons and Dragons based movie in 2020. Oh, really? Um, so, I mean, I feel like this has definitely shown, the inter- shown that studio. They're like, wow, yep, there's um, a ton of interest. Right, right. Um, well, we know Str- but, Stranger Things made D&D mainstream. Yeah, it, it was one of the things that helped bring it up to like, because I mean, definitely I, Dungeons and Dragons, and then by essence, a lot of tabletop role-playing, but, but Dungeons and Dragons being the main one, 
is definitely in kind of like a high point um, in pop culture as far as awareness goes and right. how, and people that are embracing it and taking part and uh, all sorts of people that I would have never thought of like play before have gone into it and playing it and um, it's kind of it's kind of having its moment right now and this is kind of just part of I think this this proves that, that you know some grassroots uh, this some grassroots Twitch show you know it wasn't like you know backed by a huge studio or anything just kind of group of people who said they wanted to do this. Um, and you know and then that started in 2015 now we are at 2019 and they were able to raise almost 12 million dollars to make a show for it so right next week warhammer <laughs> possibly warhammers <laughs> I, I painted a, i painted a warhammer 40k miniature one time that was fun i've never played it but one day one day one day before we talk about endgame we just have to talk real quick about um megan markle having her baby Baby, 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 baby. Yeah, um, she's due any day now. Her mom is in the UK. We're waiting anxiously for the birth of her firstborn. Um, I don't know. I just, I just love the royals. I just love talking about them. Um, I know I probably, I probably talk about them a little too much, but they're just fun, you know. So recently. Recently. Recently at my job, I became really good friends with one of my co workers on my floor. Um, he's like a divorced, like 50 year old, uh, no, I think he's 49, 40, 49 year old man. Um, he works in business affairs, and, um, you know, we have bonded over the royals. Um, he, <laughs> the other, it was like two weeks ago, I came into work late because I had an appointment. And he had put a paper on my desk and it was a printout of this article talking about how Will and Kate can now sleep soundly at night because um, they they now have a large hedge that like disguises them from getting into their royal helicopter or something like that. That you can't you can't see over their large hedge when they mm-hmm. get picked up in their helicopter. Anyway, we just joke about or like we <laughs> We just joke about how basically like the news media just comes up with these ridiculous um, stories about like they just want to talk about them all the time. And so they they just write articles about how Meghan Markle like turned her head the wrong way. And like wasn't there I remember just being we- ridiculous like like stuff that's not newsworthy in the, in the slightest at all and it's still it's just wasn't it's, i remember there I was know. an article we found when uh we were thinking about cat names where it was like royal cat names oh do you remember this article i don't know i don't think yeah so. it was like it was like royal cat names or something like like name like names inspired by the royal family <laughs> or, or something like that but like, like, we were going through and it was just like so every every uh, time we yeah. every monday we like say hi and he's like so what what uh you know did you hear about how this thing happened? And anyway, we just think it's so funny. So in spirit of the ridiculousness, on Friday at work, I put up a poll near the bathroom that um, had everybody guess whether Megan Markle was having a boy or a girl and when her due date was going to be because why not, right? So anyway, I just, I feel like there's like a celebrity level and then there's just being a royal it's just a whole another like thing you know it's crazy yeah so i I understand that it's tough yeah you do Mm -hmm. yeah so but there's a few things that she's talked about she said that she does she wants to give birth at a hospital 
She does not want to give birth at home. And she also, uh, I think that's what she said. She's also not going to be making like an appearance like three hours after she gives birth. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because her sister-in-law did that, right? That's just what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what Princess Diana did. Like basically the day you give birth, you know, you step out onto those front steps and you hold your baby and show the world. Did you do like a Simba thing? No. Has anyone ever done that? They should. That would be funny. Yeah. Just yeah, hold it, it up in their arms. <laughs> Some light shines down on the baby and then all the people are cheering down below. Yeah. So anyway, but she's talked about how she does not want to do that. and, and Could we do that if we ever become royals? If we ever become, it's not really like a lottery thing. I don't know. You know, something could happen. So. What, like a Princess Diaries thing of long lost relatives kind of? Yeah, of Sircovia. Sir, oh my gosh, earlier today we were eating pears and he's like, like in Sircovia. And I was like. Like with the, the famous Sircovian pear jugglers. <laughs> and then he starts singing, Sircovia, the land, land I call my, my home. home. Yeah, it's Genovia, but I thought it was pretty cute. So the pair was so good. Too. It was a really good pair. Um, anyway, so I just we'll see how it goes. Meghan Markle is already breaking all kinds of rules. There's an article about how they're going to move to Africa last week. I just don't. Part of me is like, part of me just like wonders like, so what part of Africa are they moving to? Like South Africa? Like where is their huge mansion going to be? Anyway, like they're not going to be moving to the Democratic Republic of Congo to have like a big mansion. I don't know. Or do you think they will? I don't know. The rainforest is there. That's fine. Also, do they, do, are they over parts of Africa? Like what does England? I don't know. Is there parts of Africa that's, that like refer to like, yeah, like, like the queen or like, what's the term, but like Queensland or the queen's english or yeah i don't know but that's like like australia and canada you know they're they're like yep we have a queen and it's like you know and i wonder yeah i'm not sure if there's any african countries like there were former colonies i know fiji is also oh they're over Mm -hmm. like i just didn't think africa was even part of their well there's a lot of i mean there is i'm not sure which nations but there's nations that were former colonies of africa or african nations which are former colonies of united kingdoms right so I just, part of me just doesn't see that. Like, I feel like if they're wanting to escape to Africa to raise their baby in private, um, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Like, I mean, it would probably be less, but also too, maybe they just, they can and so they will type thing. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is they're that she, can she's, and she's just wants to do her own thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. But So also, do you have a favorite name, potential name? Well, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Okay, if it's a boy, what would you name? Hmm, it has to be like a royal lineage and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and I haven't really looked into that. Bob, Joe, George. Okay. James. Good I, names. Good <laughs> names. What if it's a girl? Okay, if it's a girl, I like. Oh, you have thought about this one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Priscilla. Really? <laughs> I don't know for a royal baby. Sure. Does it have to be a bad name because it's royal? Is that like one of the rules? Well, Let's see. The baby's... Well, there's Princess Eugenie. That's, mm, that's that name's true. not very good. Sorry. Charlotte is not bad. Yeah, that's, that one's good. And then there's then there's George, little George, and uh, what's the other baby? Louis or Louis or Louis. Louis? I think it's Louis. Actually, I don't know. Could just be a nickname for Louis. So, 
But then we have Harry and William, which aren't terrible. And there's Charles. So, so far I'm hearing more not terrible names. So, um... You know, I don't feel like Priscilla is a terrible name. I feel like Eugenie and Priscilla are on the same level. Which you just admit... You just... In the, like, previous <laughs> sentence are saying Eugenie is a terrible name. Okay. I don't know. I'm like, what would it be... Like, is there something it'd be for short? Like, Pri- Ella? Prissy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess you could maybe Ella for short. I mean, that's fine, but... Would you just always go by Ella and then secretly it's Priscilla? But... Uh, uh, under my umbra, Ella, Ella, Ella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. But I also, I guessed on that sheet at work that she'd have her baby today. I don't think I'm going to win. Well, oh, no, I was going to say they are in a different time zone than us. But their day ends sooner, so actually... I think I lost. Yeah, so Sunday for them. Sunday for the, for them in the UK, is that already done? It might I be done. I don't know. So, yeah. Well. But, but as far as the votes go, everybody at work thinks she's having a girl. So. Mm. We'll see. Oh, also, can I just take a moment to say... Um, so, the previous week, um, we went to um, Fan X Salt Lake comic convention as <laughs> uh, the full name last but, saturday yeah la- and i got this really cool poster it's so nerdy like it's a it's a little on it's a whole nother level yeah we haven't got a frame to hang it up yet so it's still rolled up but it's you so cool explain what it is yeah so imagine like a, a map of yellowstone yeah like a tour like a like a travel map like tour like tour guide type thing like what you're handed when you get to the gates and it has, you know, like... In, all like, the... 1997, because uh, they don't do that anymore. No, we got one. No, they don't do that. We got one when we, when we went to Yellowstone last summer. They still hand you a physical uh-huh. map? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, and, it, you know, it has, like, little icons of, like, here's rest stop, here's the rest stops, here's restaurants, here's, like, scenic things to see along the way. All of that. Now, take that idea, but apply it to fantasy worlds. He got a map of World of Warcraft. Yeah. So, there was, <laughs> um, so this guy had maps of all sorts of things, like, um... Very, uh, various locales in Legend of Zelda games. Um, there was Skyrim. Um, yeah, all sorts of great stuff. But I got Here, a map from... Let's give him a shout out. So it looks like hmm. his name is Nerdcraft. Nerd spell with a K. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we had a chance to talk with him and his wife, and they were both really fun. Yeah, he um, apparently was an animator for Pokemon and just quit th- his job. No, he did graphic design with Pokemon. Oh, I thought, you know, he thought he was an animator. Oh, graphic design, sure. But anyway, but he just quit his job recently. They live in Seattle. Yeah, and now he does like freelance stuff and has these a lot of these cool stuff he makes and he sells. And so, yeah, so the map I bought for those who are dying to know, because World of Warcraft isn't very specific because there's lots of maps that could be World of Warcraft. So um, it's of the Eastern Kingdoms. It is what, like 12 by, I don't know. We should probably start talking about Avengers, huh? I was... Okay, I'm just still really excited about this poster. I, haven't, I know, but... sweetie. I know. But yeah, we should probably get good talking on... Uh, okay. On, uh, um, should you issue the warning or should I? I can do it. Okay, you got this. You got this, sweetie. You need to be sounding in a really authoritative <laughs> voice. Warning. Warning. That's authoritative. <laughs> God. Okay, sorry. Continue. Continue. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. What authority figures have you had in your life? <laughs> I'm trying to sound like a robot. <laughs> this Okay, this raises all sorts of questions where I'm just like, speak authoritatively and you're speaking like a robot. But Warning. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. 
How's that? Yeah. Yeah. If you have not seen Avengers Endgame, you need to go watch it right now and come back. Yeah, in short, it's great, and it's worth the time and money investment to go see it as soon as you can. Yes. I mean, if you live in Utah, $5 Tuesday, that's great if you want to mm-hmm. save some bucks. But really, like, you should see it ASAP. Because yep, also, yep. the longer you wait to see it, the more the more chances you have of spoiling the movie for yeah, yourself. Yeah, or so. you could just be like your mom and seek out spoilers on Wednesday and like read read all the spoilers of the plot so she of like pirated things because nobody had actually seen the movie yeah so. and then she's like oh I know first I was like okay good for you <laughs> but uh unless you're someone like that so if you're someone like that that doesn't care at all I mean go ahead but... take a listen but if you don't want to ruin it for yourself uh please don't please uh turn yeah. this off right now okay and come back so uh should we start with discussing favorite moments yes um let's see you liked fat thor fat thor iron man's little daughter she was pretty cute um what else for me the single best moment was captain america wielding thor's hammer because he too is worthy as many people as fans of the comics know he is worthy because he is one of the few people who's been able to wield the hammer along with um beta ray bill and now i'm spacing on his name i was telling it to you earlier but um spider-man 2099 uh what's that guy's name remember i was telling you before? i remember you telling me about it. yeah what is i don't know what it was um but I he just, also wields a hammer i just learned the other day that the hammer's name is mjolnir don't you remember them reference talking about it in thor's one Thor's 2. I have never seen Thor 1 and 2. Those references in the movie didn't make sense to me. Shh. Don't tell anybody. Good thing you're not on a public platform. <laughs> or, and then when he was fighting Thanos and like the stuff he was doing with the shield, his, his shield plus the hammer, like, I don't know, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. Or when all the, the glowing circle things from Doctor Strange opened up mm-hmm. and they all walked And through. everyone was crying. In, not 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 no, them in the theater. In the theater. Yeah, everyone uh-huh. in the theater was crying. Yeah. Oh man. Basically the entire end fight scene was the best scene you've ever seen in your whole life. Mhm. And there was lots of like happy crying and and laughter from the crowd of like, "Oh, oh, yay." <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, but we saw it with like the biggest nerds of the whole world like the opening night. And so. we were one of them. Mhm. Would you say the movie was fairly emotional? Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yes, yes. Basically, around the entire gamut of emotions, too, I'd say, like, there was lots of, like, joy and, like, laughter and happiness as, as you know, it was kind of like walking down memory lane of of a lot of the previous movies, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. And then fear and dread and we're also running from something. <laughs> um so, okay, let's let's start from the beginning. So, I felt like it was super interesting that they basically from the beginning, right? Like right after the the end of the of the last game or the last movie took mm-hmm. place. Um, I kind of just started off right like basically from there, right? Mhm. And they basically have Captain Marvel and the people that are left and they're like, "Okay, well, let's let's just find where he is and go kill him," right? And that's basically what they do. They 
Brian Thanos. Yeah, it was like the first 15 minutes Thanos was, they killed Thanos. They, they cut off his head and, they were, and you find out that he had destroyed all the stones, which is basically what we, I feel like what a lot of people predicted um, is what they would use to. Yeah, you, but yeah. I think a lot of, but a lot of us figured like, you know, you and me as well that it would be a long, there'd be like montage of like training things, maybe getting the team back together and then fighting like very small lackeys and then finally getting up to Thanos for a big final fight, big tough fight, you know, with him with his infinity gauntlet and then they somehow finally beat him and then they use it, the gauntlet to bring everything back. But Right. Nope. Which, which is what I feel like we were all expecting. And I mean, I feel like that'd be, that'd be the like the predictable kind of predictable arc that everyone i think a lot of people would have expected but. right so i felt like the fact that they did that in the first 15 minutes was like well they have to, they're gonna have to figure something else out and it's like let's get that out of the way that's not what this story that's not what this movie's about yeah but you read that article i sent you today mm-hmm. <laughs> so i found this article and basically talked about how if thanos wiped out half of the universe or whatever we would be left with like 3.5 billion people and only take us like 50 years to get back to the point we are now with, with well like, yeah and also it like completely like throw off like food chains yeah, the ecosystem mm-hmm. yeah and also uh, i i saw this tweet from neil degrasse tyson he was pointing out you know if the infinity stones give you the power to wipe out all half of all known life in the universe surely with the infinity stones it would also give you the power to duplicate all known resources in the universe for one and two there's there there is such a large amount of resources in the universe that this is never a realistic problem just go out in space and settle a new planet and get some more Mm. so So he had had a couple of objections you know i was like he was like this isn't very thanos didn't think this through very well you know i mean he could have just wished for more resources or helped encourage people to just settle more planets where there's just resources waiting to be taken because the universe is literally limitless and infinite so i mean right the only reason you're you have a want for resources is because you haven't gone and gotten it right right that's a good point yeah hmm so yeah sounds like thanos's motives are in question right now yeah well in the comics he did all of this to because he wanted to impress lady death um the aspect of death um he wanted to impress her and win her over, and so he gathered all the Infinity Stones to kill half of all known life to win her over and be like, look how cool I am. I killed half of everything. You should date me now. Mm, Which I mean, sounds more re- like realistic. But I, I like the movie reasoning more myself. I think it's a little bit more nuanced, kind of interesting reason personally than just I did it to impress a girl. But, <laughs> but you know, but with these arguments brought up, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that is would make more sense, you know. But. Yeah. Yeah, but like I talked about, like throw off the the ecosystems, like completely about when like they eradicated wolves in Yellowstone like five years ago, and how it's completely like thrown off yeah. the the food chain or, or the the and stuff, and it's like hmm. But yeah, that is just saying it, it it would only take fifty years to get back up to current numbers. So like, what you're just good job you delayed the inevitable for fifty years, yeah, right? So it's like um yeah. So his new plan once alternate reality Thanos was going to all the, the stones was very sinister and evil and sad. Do you remember? He was he was going to get all the stones and he was saying, like, you know, I've learned something from all of this. All this time I thought it would just be enough to, like, take out half of all life and then, you know, let the other half be grateful for the gift I've given them. Mm. But then he's like, I've realized 
that half remembers and they miss what they and they miss what they'd had even though this is better and so he's like oh yeah so yeah, yeah, not yeah. only do i have to so now i'm going to do it right not only am i going to wipe out half of all life but i'm going to wipe out their existence as well right so no one will know what they're missing to try to get it back right like, that's mean yeah that is mean but spoiler he fails because mm. we're still here mm-hmm we are, huh? Mm-hmm. So then it pans over and it says five years later. Mm-hmm. So then you're thinking, oh, shoot. Like, <laughs> they're, they've had to, mm-hmm. like, deal with this and the consequences of it. Because oh. basically they couldn't, oh, also, they couldn't do anything I, anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I really loved how they explored that, though, the the world after, what the world was like after what Thanos did. And I like that they basically, it wasn't just, like, like this quick fix. How do you see I snap my fingers? <laughs> like, but it wasn't like a quick fix, you know? Like, they realized that they failed and then they kind of had to deal with but, it. I mean, they realized once the Infinity Stones were destroyed that there really wasn't anything they could do at this point. It was like, well, let's just go back home and take care Try of what's left continue. of Earth as best as we can. And, you know, I mean, Captain America was like running that therapy session. And, oh, yeah. You know, Black Widow, she was heading up what I, I guess is kind of like the remnants of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of monitoring everything and... Everyone okay. was just kind of trying to do what they could, but um. I, I but I love that, that Iron Man, the, the Tony Stark, he got married and mm-hmm. had a and so he and then in this movie he has a daughter who's what you say like four something like that really cute yeah so cute and so um I feel like that also gives him like he was already I feel like a fun character but I feel like that gives him just more depth you know to him and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel it, like. We all knew there was some kind of impending doom on him, which I think giving him a daughter made it worse. Yeah. But also, it also like made a it legacy. interesting too, because I mean, I think basically any of the other any of the other Avengers would have been like, yeah, let's just if we could get the Infinity Stones and you know use them, like let's just change it back to how it was before. Um, but for him, you know, he's he he had he uh, he's had a pretty good life since then. I mean things were awful i mean for sure but but you know he got married he had the kid you know and he's, so he was kind of like enjoying like, his life a little bit yeah yeah and he didn't he didn't really want to go back so I, I thought that was interesting too you know it's like if we get this you know the wit you know what we need to do is to bring everyone back but you know don't change anything that's happened you know just bring him to this point right because he you know it's like it's fair to say he was like he was enjoying well his and life. also i mean in a certain sense too if they did change it back like it would mean his kid, his his child was murdered, in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I feel like that's certainly how he would feel, right? Whether it's murder or not, it's kind of a gray area. But so I mean, Tony Stark's had a lot of character growth, you know, like in his first movie and stuff like that. He was very narcissistic, and just you know, narcissistic. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He was a narcissistic, narnanic. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, he just had all this money, self-centered, and it was kind of just all like, you know, what is this going to do for me? Um, <laughs> Sorry, can you say it again one more time? Narnanic. <laughs> Narcissist. Narcissistic. That's a hard word. Narcissistic. It's a hard word, and you're derailing my point. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, Steve Rogers at one point said something to the effect of, you know what the problem is with you, like, you're never going. You're never going to be the person to um, sacrifice for the team. You're never going to lay on the wire and let and let the others crawl over you. Right. Um, and then, and then Tony Stark said, "You're right. I think I would just cut the wire." 
And then, mm. and then, and then, you know, Steve was like, they're like, there's always a way out for you, isn't there? And, um, I, so I thought it was, so I kind of, I, I, I really enjoyed how in this movie, he basically did do, like, he, he basically did lay down on the barbed wire to let, let everyone else crawl over him, mm-hmm. um, metaphorically speaking. And I think it was a nice capstone to kind of, to the growth that, to round off, his to round off, to round him off in the growth, to show the growth that he's had. Cause he, he's, he's grown a lot, huge amount in the, last, in the last 10 years that we've been able to enjoy Tony Stark. Right. Thought and that was just a nice capstone. I thought it kind of, in a way, a little nod to that line in Avengers. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. And I sobbed when he died. Everyone because I, did because I think, I think we all kind of we all we all knew it. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. when he's just kind of a fun, likable, a hole kind of <laughs> like. But um. Well, as soon as Stephen Strange. And him were talking during the fight, and Tony Stark was saying, "You know, this bet like you saw the realities. This is this better be the one where we win, right?" Right. And then, and he says, "If if, if I if told I, you, it wouldn't it happen. Would happen." Like, yeah, we both knew. Me and that. you both are like, "Yeah, he's definitely." I mean, we were going into it thinking he was gonna die. So let's see who else is anyone else doing? Oh, Captain Marvel was out, basically being a superhero for the rest of the universe, right? Um. I think, and then and then we find out that Thor is did he, not did not it hard. did not take it well, and we he's <laughs> and it, it was pretty humorous. But I think mostly because a lot of it is because it's Chris Hemsworth and he's just basically a god no matter what. So I I I thought I liked that they made him a fatty and but what did you think about him like being a fatty and an alcoholic and stuff? Some of the some of the funny points were about his weight, but actually a lot of them was more so just um, him kind of just he was really down on himself in a lot of the movie and just ha- didn't really have any of his self esteem. He lost all of his self esteem, and it was a lot of jokes with that too of like, okay, we're gonna do this, and he's like, oh no no no, I can't. I'm just gonna go over here and find something to drink and. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it it was funny for a good comic relief, and then when the fight came up and stuff like that, you know, he was. Uh, still able to do everything he needed to do and still really cool in the fight scenes and everything. And that was fun. Yeah, for sure. But, um, um, but how long, so for guardians of the galaxy three, since it looks like he's going to be in it. Yeah. How long do you think he's going to be fat for that whole movie too? Or is there, I mean, is, I is, like is, is this montage. just the state of Thor now? Is he just always fat or is there going to be like some sort of like, well, I got to get back in a shape thing. Um, I definitely think that, I mean, I just feel like it's Chris Hemsworth. Like, I don't feel like he's going to be a fatty for a while, for about much longer. Like, he, I, I like, feel like he's but going. But fat suit Monica was always a fun time in Friends. It was, but like, but I guess it was in small doses, though. And I feel like, okay, but if you think about like why Thor was depressed, it was because he, like, they lost, mm-hmm. right? So now they won. So they won, and also I, I would say. And That's he got true. some closure because mm-hmm. he had to talk to his mom. And his mom gave him some pretty good advice. I'd say, you know, eat a salad. Well, I, that might have been something she said. Actually, she, she did. <laughs> she did. No, but I was more meaning. Um, it's like stop being who you're. Stop being who you're supposed to be, and start being who you're meant to be. Yeah, because he's not going to be king anymore. 
right? Remember? Because mm-hmm. uh, it was like, ever, you know, and, and what I took away she meant from that is like, stop being what everyone says you're supposed to be. Right. You know, like everyone told me like, you know, in his entire life, you know, like you're supposed to be the king and stuff like that. But who he's meant to be is a hero and like protector of people and stuff like that. And uh, there is some overlap, you know, certainly right. with those, but but still different roles. And he's embracing more his hero self hero and just want to go on adventures and help people and do good. Yeah, so that that's that's kind of why I think that he won't stay fast because he, has, he, he has, got out of his funk. He has new motivation. Mm. So, yeah. But I also think it was great in a lot of ways though too, where like when the fights came and stuff like that, they didn't they didn't have like a need of like okay now we have to get him do a training montage to get him back into like which the perfect kinda, image of what a superhero should be. But it's like it's like no, he's still a superhero. Like I mean, which is kind of what I thought they were gonna do, but. Mm-hmm. Fat Thor performed throughout the whole movie. You know, he didn't. Yeah, no, he, and, he, and, and he was fine. Like, and like when the fights were coming up and stuff like that, there was never anything of like, oh, if he wasn't fat, he could have maybe. It was it was irrelevant. And I, don't yeah. know, I mean, I, I I think there's like you know a nice message underneath all of that. There, you know, it's just saying you know like there isn't like an ideal like it, like human yeah. image or things right. like that. Right. You know, and you know you're, you're fine just the way you are and various things. Also, on a similar note, I also thought it was fun to um, the nod they had to all of the like the strong like women that they've had in the movies. Mm. Which, I mean, there, there's there's more that I feel like they could do to to spotlight some of that. I mean, in a sense, sure, and that's a separate discussion. But I did like it, like in that um, in the fight scene they're having where um, uh, Captain Marvel just got the Infinity Gauntlet from Spider Man, and then she had to get crap uh, past that entire army. Yeah, and you know, and and you know, Spider Man was like, you know, I don't know how you're gonna get past all the how you're going to get through all of that and then it yeah and then it like um was it scarlet which i can't remember one of the female act um characters already knows like you know like we got this and then like pan through it and like had all of the yeah all of the i loved that because mm-hmm. there's a lot actually of yeah. them so i thought that was super fun that was sure. fun um still i'd still like to see more female-led uh superhero movies you know right now all we've got is captain marvel um so you know hopefully that will better going forward that there's been 22 movies and only one of them is was for a is, woman. is is female-led yeah well we thought there was gonna be a black widow movie but spoiler <laughs> she died so yeah. yeah um but we knew kind of scarlett johansson was a little bit on the done so and yeah so. i think kind of just hearing talk with stuff i think both her and um chris evans were just ready to go on to other projects yeah which i mean it's been like 10 years that's it's fair it's like fair. that's kind of an un that might be like an unprecedented like amount of time to kind of be tied to one one project one basically franchise, one yeah. franchise like I don't like I mean it's, there's a lot of first sets never been done until like, anyway, the series so, I mean, it, so it's it's perfectly fair and understandable and I think you know with actors like you think like well I mean they have enough money like stuff like that but but if you think about it like acting is their passion right mm-hmm. it's like what they love and it's their job and I feel like it's kind of like. Just because they get lots of money doesn't mean that they have to that that it doesn't get bored or or tiring or they want to do something different. Like so, I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like you have to think about it from that perspective. Of it's not like it's not just a money thing. Mm. It's a I want to be enjoying what I'm doing. So. so what did you think of the scene between between Hawkeye and Black Widow with getting the Soul Stone? Mm. I thought it was beautifully done. I thought well, it was a, well it was, choreographed. It was such a tough, hard scene to watch. Like it, just, it was good, but it was just. Like, did you know? Did going, you? I mean, did you, did oh, you know which one it was going to be? I figured. I figured thinking through from the onset that it was going to be Hawkeye, just because he he has more to go back to. 
going to be Hawkeye as in not going to die. Like Hawkeye was going to survive just because because he's got more to return to. You know, he's got a wife and kids where Black Widow, she doesn't have a family in that same way. You know, I mean, she's got a, she's got a lot of friends and people that care about her, but not like kids. Right. And, so, I, yeah, so it didn't go the way I thought, though. I thought they would have like been like, we both, I guess we both know who it's got to be. And they're going to kind of acknowledge it. And like, yeah. And then she was just going to like, like sacrifice herself. But, uh. But how it played out was a lot was a lot better. Is that what you were about to go into? Or? So one of the things I liked was the time travel with um, the Hulk and and the Sorcerer the, Supreme. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I thought that was super interesting. So, well, yeah. So the issue was if he ta- if they take away the Soul Stones or the Infinity Stones from this reality, now those realities don't have the stones when they need it, and they're and those realities are going to like suffer and fall apart. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Captain America. So. He's not dead. Yes. he He's definitely, in my opinion. Why? Implied to have died. Why? Okay. Okay. So Black Widow, dead. Mm-hmm. Also, that's, we can use the stuff we talked about with Black Widow from the other one. Okay. Is okay. That, yeah. You can uh, just splice it in. Yeah. Um, Black Widow, dead. Okay. Very much, like, very clearly dead. Yeah, you saw her blood splatter. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, Iron Man, definitely dead. Yeah, six feet under. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Okay, so why don't you explain this scene? This You said it at the beginning, but just really quick, like, one more time. So yeah, what so, happened? So they sent Steve Rogers back in time to return all the infinity stones to after the, the after battle. the big fight to back to their proper reality so then all of those realities could still have their stones and and then the and then they were going to bring it back so i was like see you in five seconds and then hulk switched the hit the button to bring it back and nothing was happening and they're like what's going on what's going on and then they noticed an old man sitting out on a bench overlooking the lake or the, yeah probably like anyway um and they go over there and they and they and find it out like that it's joe an old biden man. they find kind of yeah they find out yeah. it's an old man, Steve. It's old man Steve Rogers. And, I don't know. I thought it was Joe Biden, but and, apparently uh, it's Sam Wilson <laughs> and Steve Rogers have a nice heart to heart after, and then after which, um, Steve Rogers gives Sam Wilson his shield and says, "You're now Captain America." Okay, so this is nowhere in there did he die. Okay, that okay. Yes, I agree. You are you are completely hundred percent correct, but. I read an article that in that him as that old man sitting on that bench, he is 100 years old. And like, in my opinion, like, yeah, he's not dead right then. And he didn't die like in the actual movie. But I feel like it implies I retired. I'm giving my shield over to someone else. And I am going to die in the near future. I am not going to be in Mm. any more movies. I still, I disagree. I feel like he could... I mean, he's definitely not going to be like... he's going to do a cameos? He's, he's definitely not going to be like an action hero or anything like that. You know, again, like those days are behind him. But I would, but I could still see him being just like there as like a, as a mentor. No. In a mentor role. No. And even if, and even if Chris Evans doesn't want to do it, like they could just use like his old man likeness. I mean, and if Marvel movies have taught us anything... Joe Biden. Marvel movies have hi. taught us... <laughs> if they've taught us anything, it's that unless you see the blood splatter, they're not dead. How many times have characters came back? Even if you see the blood splatter, exactly, they could come back. Yeah, and so here's so, a person okay, who hasn't even okay. died. He just so he I, retired and gave and passed the shield so on to the next think, generation. So, so do you think that they 
purposefully did not kill him for like to do cameos in the next yeah in and more movies yeah i don't know why not or he's still alive and he's part of like the or, previous generation of avengers or do you think they would have if if he really if they wanted him if he out, really wasn't going to be in it you think they would have just killed him if they wanted him out they could have just killed him and done something like he gave all of his like when like he died and he gave his stuff and in his will you know he wrote out this goes to Sam Wilson. And then they're like, where is he? Where is he? And then like some person comes up and is like, Sam, this is for you. And it's a note. And they like read it and they read it all. Like and the they sword re- it with Dumbledore. Yeah. And they the realize, oh, he's, he passed on like 10 years ago. He lived a wonderful life and he was able to have, able to, you know. I disagree. His, I feel like if he... they wanted him dead, they would have had him dead. And they could have still had that entire scene through like a note or something. I think this scene happened and then he died like a year later. Well, then show us. The... So you want to be shown that he is dead? Yeah, because in Marvel st- movies, like, because be from my understanding, he's not Chris Evans dying, he's not is dead. one of the ones they wanted out the most. Mm-hmm. So I just don't believe that he, like, this is his end of his contract. Like, this is how he's done, and they just, I think. Captain America was just such a beloved character that they didn't want to give him like a bloody gruesome death like the other two. Well, like the, I, I don't know. I like, feel like well, they're trying to kill. I feel like they're trying to kill him off. That's what I'm saying with the note. Like that, the note would have been a nice way to do it too, and it would have accomplished all the same things without leaving leaving this question of is he alive or not. He's still alive, and I feel like even if Chris Evans does not want to be in it, they they, they wouldn't be surprised if they have like rights to like his old man likeness and some person that just can sound like him. I mean, that's what they did with. That's what they did with with Red Skull. Eh. You know, you used the likeness of the Red Skull and someone who sounded like the previous actor. Okay, well, if you're listening to this, if anyone has an opinion, you can tweet us at Ketchup Pop and let us know what you think. Because mm-hmm. I stand behind what I'm saying. I think he's dead. No. I think he's dead and they just... If they wanted him dead, he would have been dead. Yeah, no. I think he's dead and done. So what, what movie would he be doing a cameo in then? Like what would be next? That he would like old man Captain America would appear. The the net Sam Wilson's movie, as the new Captain America. So you're gonna give him an, his own movie now? Sure, why not? Okay, so here's a question. Sebastian Stan could get his own movie. The the buddy te- the and it could be like a buddy cop team up movie with Sam Wilson and Winter Soldier, and then somewhere along the way they get lost and misguided, and then old man Steve Rogers comes and gives them some advice and gets them back on course. Sure, why not? It sounds good to me. Okay, so here's a question. So someone at work was talking about how they didn't really like that Sam Wilson became the new Captain America, and they want they was ho- they were hoping it would be Bucky because they were confused because at least Bucky isn't injected with the soldier whatever the serum, you know. Mm-hmm. And so was Steve Rogers, which was kind of why he was Captain America because he had the special powers where he sh- they weren't understanding why. Sam, like, Sam doesn't have the powers in some would, ways to be Captain America. I would say that's... So, not, so I don't want to, like, be rude to this person's opinion. But in some ways, I feel like that's a fundamental misunderstanding of what keeps, makes Captain America Captain America. Interesting. Okay. What, makes Cap, what makes him Captain America is his desire, his unfailing determination and desire to be good and to do the right thing. And to always put others before himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to Red Skull, he also got he also had those powers, but look, he went in a wildly different direction. That's not what made that's not what made him a hero. It, it's what. Oh, not, you're right, huh? Nothing. Nothing. This that serum allowed him to act on his own super heroic 
personality, his and his values. But that, but, but that's not what made him. The super serum didn't make him a hero. And I'd say, yes, Bucky has Bucky has a lot, some of those same strengths and powers as well. And he very easily could be Captain America. And in fact, in the comics, for a short run, he was Captain right, America. Right. Right. Um, but so, but so, but Sam Wilson. So is Sam Wilson. And actually, Sam Wilson currently is Captain America. And I think Tony Stark or uh, Steve saw those same values that he has in Sam, and in some ways even more so. I mean, he he's in this fight with all these like people with like crazy, ridiculous superpowers. And this has been multiple movies. He's been in, in these fights with these. Where he's like way underpowered, like he's got a way cool flight suit, but I mean, that kind of pales in comparison to everything else. And yet he's still in the fight and contributing the way he can. To me, that shows, and I think Steve saw that, you know, that strong strength of will he has and that desire to do the right thing regardless of the cost. And said, you know, this is a person who, and the this is a person who represents all the values that I fought for. This is the next Captain America. Gotcha. And that, and this super serum has nothing to do with it. No, and I mean, let's say if that's something that. Did matter. That Sam Wilson feels like is needed. I mean, maybe they could just figure out how to develop something similar to give it to inject him later. That, that if that needs to be there, the that point. can happen. That's right. The, that's and that's not what made Steve Rogers a superhero, and that's not what makes Sam Wilson a superhero either. Just as much as his flight suit isn't why Sam Wilson's a superhero. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good point. But so who do so who I guess is the next? Like, would you say like frontrunners for like? coming up i guess so because, say, because is this what would you say this is like uh this saga is over mm-hmm, i guess or like what yeah, would you call like it like epic one saga one whatever whatever term you want to call like th- this first generation is done generation okay yeah Gen- yeah so who would you say is the front runners for this next i'd say front runners for the next generation is stephen strange spider-man um captain marvel captain marvel yeah I'd say those three for sure. Thor, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's going to be like kind of going on adventures with Guardians of the Galaxy a lot now. Thor, I don't know because he's or kind of one of the originals. He is, but is he going? So is he going to kind of continue his role, or is he kind of going off and being a Guardian of the Galaxy now? Like, I think we need to wait and see with that. But yeah, he could go either way. Yeah, I could see reasons for either way, and maybe he would actually just kind of be in both. Right. Um, um, but yeah, those three for sure. And then there still is uh, Scarlet Witch, who mm. who was a member of the Avengers, a more minor member, but I mean she still is a mem- an Avenger. So I mean, she always could do more if Black they wanted Panther? to. Black Panther, him as well. Like who? I, I guess, could see. I guess like I'm I, I see Black with... Panther, someone who he's got a, a lot. Of, he's got a lot of responsibilities. I feel like he wouldn't. He, he would be there for like the big moments and like the team up things of when they would have an Avenger movie. I guess. I mean, but I mean, I don't think he'd be like day-to-day involved with the Avengers because he's also has his own I'm, country to manage, you know? I guess I'm kind of confused, like, who is considered, like, the new frontrunners and who's, like, an ancillary character, I guess. Hmm. You know, because, like, I feel like who was the frontrunners before? Frontrunners would have been Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Hulk, Tony Stark. Right, okay. So we still have Thor. So Thor is still around. Thor, Hawkeye. Hawkeye is still around. Mm-hmm. And Hulk. Right. Right. Out of those, out of who you just said. Mm-hmm. So then, is Stephen Strange the now Tony Stark of the group? But like, also, then again, I mean, so I don't know, I'm just thinking. I mean, so Stephen Strange. I mean, he's got a lot already to manage. So I'm not sure if he would want to be the head. I feel like he will, though. I feel like he's the most obvious. 
Well, choice. but but he's maybe, but he's also has his own sanctum to watch over, and he's honored, and his most important duty is to protect the time stone. Mm-hmm. And if he, I'd say, if he feels like heading the Avengers would distract or detract from his ability for his sanctum duties, then he wouldn't take it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in his mind, protecting the time stone and keeping the sanctum protected is his number one duty. Everything else is secondary. Yeah. But 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 it does but yeah, who would be the next okay, so he's he's potential, Father but there's there, there's a reason for <gasps> but so Stephen Strange like potentially yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Stephen Strange potentially has potential to be it, but I have some hesitations to say for sure he would be because of those reasons. So let's just who so who else could it maybe be if not him? It wouldn't be Spider Man. He's, no, he's too he's too young. Later he could be. Um but yeah, definitely not right now. Um Well I mean there's Hawkeye. Eh, but he's he's say. never he's never had he's kind never of taken a leadership role no. in it. Um there's Thor. There's Actually I think it probably Hulk would be the mm, best choice. Now I think yeah. about it. There's also Peter Quill. Well, he's Guardians of the Galaxy. He's 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 doing other things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Hulk. No, that that's that's Bruce, not my choice. Now I think about it. He's that's that's my choice to be the new Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah, Bruce Banner. Yeah. Huh. Do you think they're going to stay that way with the combo Hulk? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know why not. I think it would. There would have to be s- short of some sort of incident where they get separated or something. Yeah, I mean, sound, looks like they kind of worked all that out. It would have been fun to see some of how they worked that out on screen instead of just off screen. Oh yeah, we we had it. Yep, yeah, we def- all those issues we had and all these fan threes. Mm-hmm. Actually, now I'm getting into that. Yeah, that is one thing I was kind of. I'm now I think about. It, I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't see of. Because there was all these like speculation fan theories of what oh, what's going on with the Hulk, what's mm. what's the issue with them, and like what like you know they're they're going to have a lot of issues they have to work out together, and all all these theories of what it, what the problem was and how they're going to fix it, and it was kind of just waved off off screen of yeah we we talked it out, did some sciencey stuff, and now we're together, yay! Like, I wonder. I guess now I that... think about it, I was like, oh, I mean that is that is a little unsatisfying. I wonder if that was on purpose though. I wonder if that will be brought up like later again. Do you know if there's going to be another? Hulk movie? No, uh, probably not. The reason is so the rights, the movie, the movie making rights are is owned by Universal Studios uh-huh. for Hulk. So it would be up to Universal to make another Hulk movie, and at least right now, it looks like it's not anything that's going to be happening. Because I mean, that well, that came out in like two thousand eight. Just mm-hmm. th- roughly guessing. 10 years have gone by and they haven't made another one. It's true. Um, so, but yeah, so Marvel and Disney has rights to use him in like in other movies, but it just, but they don't have the rights to, you know, have him to have a title, like a self-titled Hulk movie. Right, right, um, right. So. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out about who the new Avengers crew is going to be. So maybe Ned will become an Avenger. Yeah. I like but, Ned. Uh, but, but yeah, so who do you... So, yeah. Okay. So, who who would be your um like dream draft of like the new like a a team Avengers? Okay. Fantasy like fantasy league. Okay, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. Okay. Also, I just want to remind you. So I mean, we were having a discussion of like Guardians of the Galaxy and that separate, but let's just all off the table. Anyone that's featured, if you yeah, just any Marvel hero. Okay. So like any anyone's open. How many do we pick? Five. Sure, yeah, let's do okay. five just so there's a Doctor scope. Strange. Okay, one. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Michonne. 
<laughs> I don't know her. Na- I can't ever remember her real name in the mm-hmm. Avengers. But um, but with the she's the with Wakanda the she's the black um mm-hmm. black she's from Wakanda um the but yeah she's Michonne Lute- Walking the Lute- Dead the lieutenant of the, yeah one anyway she's I love her anyway yeah Michonne in from Walking Dead um which I have gotten super into I should have talked about that but I didn't next time. We're at uh, a bit of a standstill too, though, because it's beginning really suspenseful. Um, yeah, that's another that's another day. Um, but um, uh, let's see who else. It's okay, Mantis. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a fun one. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think. Uh, um, and uh, Thor. Thor. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I think yeah, that sounds like I I like your lineup too. I got a little diversity, um, right? And so from those, I just think Mantis and Michonne have. So like, would Michonne some, be the the kind of the leader in that, or? Um, no, I was st- I like Doctor Strange. Oh right, right, the Doctor Strange. Okay. But but like I just feel like both of them, especially like Mantis, have like Mantis has like some really unique skills. Yeah, like find, telepathy. Yeah, they think are stuff. really handy. Yeah, they, they so. contribute a lot, and not in like not just like a, a fighting way, but it, it but it, it's great problem solving for other things. If this was Dungeons and Dragons, it would be, I mean, she'd be like the problem solver. Um, she'd have like utility, like exploration type skills to you know, solve like non-combat when, problems. Do you like it when they made that joke about the antenna lady? Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Uh-huh. <laughs> was it Ro- Rocket? It was like, we're stuck here with these people, these people, and then the la- girl with the antenna <laughs> or antenna lady. I don't think it was Rocket. Right? Was yeah. it Ro- I can't remember who it was. I can't remember who, but. That was funny. We need to go watch it again. Okay. Yeah. Who's your lineup? Okay. A team. So, gotta have Spider Man because he's the greatest. Yep. Um, Ned? No. MJ? Ne- no. So, Ned's his guy in the chair, but so, so very <laughs> important, but not on like, but not someone that I, that, you know, would be on the A team. Hmm. He's, he's more of a supporting role. Oh, fine. Um, same with MJ. Um, yeah, so Spider Man. Aunt May? I'm thinking, I'm oh, thinking. Sorry. I'm um, all his characters in the Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man, um, adult Groot. Ooh. Like I mean, right right now he's he's you know he's in those annoying teen years, but like <laughs> in Guardians of the Galaxy died, one, right, when, and that's why he's yeah like, he kind of like was reborn as a little sapling and he's been yeah he's been out yeah because he's a teen okay yeah I like which him. huh now I think about five years later and he's still a teen where I feel like in two years he went from a baby to a teen. <laughs> I mean, they're they're in alien life form with their own like growth rate and stuff like that. I was like, but huh? He's still and anyway. Was he still teen? In this yeah, he was. He was okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh wait, no, no, he no, he got he just he's one of the people that dissolved. So ty- so that five years didn't pass for him. Okay. No, okay, never. No, yeah, sorry. Anyway, re- I redact that previous thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would take adult Groot, um, Spider Man. So that's two. Hmm. Pepper Potts was pretty awesome. Ooh, good one. Um, Captain Marvel. Ooh, nice. And I'm thinking Scarlet Witch. Oh wow, but, very female. Wait, did I, I had two or did I have three? Oh, I, oh, you're right. I did have three. Well, yeah. Well, um, I, yeah. They're, they're just great. Yeah, great, awesome people. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll stand by that. Um, and so the leader would be probably, yeah, it would be Pepper Potts. Ooh, nice. I love it. I mean, I feel like, I mean, in some ways, it was like, yeah. 
Hmm. I mean, the other potential, I mean, yeah, Spider-Man definitely couldn't be it because he's just too young. I, I mean, I'd say, like, give him some more years and he definitely could be. He's got the potential, but he's too young. Groot, I mean, he's got a lot of skills, but leading a team isn't isn't one Ooh, of them. I have, okay, can we do something? Uh, oh, the, go, go ahead. Oh, but I was just thinking, yeah, the, only, the, the, the other one who could potentially be it would be uh, Captain Marvel. Um, in a similar sense of how like Tony Stark and Captain America both in some ways were kind of the head of the Avengers and, you know, maybe there could even be, um, you know, controversy between the two of them, just like there was with. <laughs> okay. I have but, a, I have yeah, a, okay. That's my team. We have to do another fun game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who would be the D team? Okay. Got to think of the D team now. Cause we got, I mean, it's obvious with the A team, but who's the backup to the backup to the backup? Well, so Morgan probably. Morgan, who's that? Tony Stark's daughter. Oh, she's five. Oh, I was gonna put Mantis on mine, <laughs> like Mantis and Drax kind of together. I was th- and Morgan, <laughs> the five-year-old. <laughs> I was thinking like the two of them together. I'm just like remembering from like the, um, I don't know, just from like the wow, like, Infinity War movie. Wow, Mantis on the A team and the D team. Just from like the Infinity Wars movie when the, like some of the stuff that like. I don't know. They just they're they're not interested in like participating in from like like listening to the team plan. They sound sometimes they sound like they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, sometimes, sometimes Drax has been the problem, and Drax has often been the problem. Very things because he just can't keep his desires in check. Okay, I don't know, but I'm not sure if that's willing. Does that put them all the way down to I the would, B team? That probably I like. I, I, put that, I, I like that probably Mam- puts them in the B team. I like Mantis. She is fun, but, but I would say Drax could go on the D team. Hmm. Uh, I'll say that puts them on the B team, but the D team, this is like the duds. <laughs> Ned. Ned can be in it. <laughs> you got to think of five. Okay. so we... A full-fledged D team. Okay. So so what was her name? Morgan? Morgan. Morgan and Ned. <laughs> um, wow. The earth is in big trouble if this is, or the universe. Um, let's see. The guy playing Galaga in Avengers. Who's Who's that? Um, in Avengers, when they're on the flying Hyperion, and uh, at one point Tony Stark is like walking in, and is like that guy playing that guy is playing Galaga. Didn't think we would notice, but we did. <laughs> okay. And then it pans over to him, and he's like minimizing Galaga, or he like he, like they all leave there, and he like brings Galaga back up. He's like, <laughs> and he's so he's on my team. Okay. My D team. Okay, so that's so two more. Three. Um. Wait, no, we've got we've already yeah, got no. three. Oh, two. Yeah, more. two more. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, the rock guy. In Thor. Oh, he's so... He's like C-team status, I'd say. <laughs> he's so cute. And he's such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you like his Hawaiian shirt that he's wearing, too? That, <laughs> yeah. that, was like a, that was like a nod to the but what about, to the director, because he wears those shirts all the time. Oh, really? And he's the voice of... But what about... um? So, with that scene, though, they were playing Fortnite, and remember there was like that punk kid that kept, met, that kept terrorizing them? Oh. And they're like, Thor, he's back! And so Thor, like threatened him and made him cry so he'd leave <laughs> oh yeah could that guy be on our d team what about also that Fortnite kid what about also like the weird like worm pet thing that the rock guy has too what? you know the, the the thing that they they thought was dead you know what i'm talking about no okay so the rock guy has like oh that, it was like a little crab mollusk it, thing it, yeah. yeah this like thing and he and okay he, yeah sure yeah, yeah. Well, see do you think he could be on the d team too yeah yeah okay i think that works so what who do we have drax no, 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 Drax. No. Wait, did he not? Oh, he didn't make it to. Oh, sorry. I, I it... cut both of them from. I decided they're they're B team in oh, my mind or C team. Okay, so we have Ned, 
Ned, Morgan, Morgan Crab Thingy, Fortnite Guy, and Galaga Guy. Yeah. Wow. Let's hope we never have to go to the D team. <laughs> yeah. The Earth is in the hands of a five-year-old, huh? And yeah, who would lead that? I'd say Galica guy probably has the most administrative experience <laughs> and have like seen seeing the workings of a functional team because I mean he he works for Shield mm. and stuff like that. Um, so he, I mean he'd probably be the he, the front runner pick I'd say. But that's a fun game. Yeah. So overall, what, what are your closing thoughts? Um, I think in a lot of ways this is a culmination of like a very important and historic moment in cinema history because we now after recording this we know that opening weekend uh this movie made 1.2 billion dollars and that's not that that's literally in what four days Mm -hmm. so i mean that's not just like total movie revenue i mean that's the opening weekend Mm -hmm. which is unheard of it's and also, just this, this ten year this this ten year run like that's unheard of for movies, right? Um, and there's only like what like two recastings with that had to be done like like that's ridiculous. Like movies all the time have a hard time keeping the keeping all the cast together for a sequel, let alone right, ten right. years running. So, right. I mean, I mean, so I really like this was this was a story. This movie, I don't want to like sound like i'm oh like i'm over like i'm overselling it because like, i don't think i really can but like this like i feel like this really is like in in cinema history like this is a historic moment mm-hmm. that I, I just think the significance of it going forward is huge and i mean just the fact that it's been pulled off um and others have tried you know i mean we, we've we've seen like warner brothers try some of things with, with dc and they're getting there slowly but surely but but you know i mean it's a hard thing to do and, and yeah just the fact it's happened is incredible yeah, and I feel like the 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 Marvel has also done this thing where they make these standalone movies to I feel like be connected to these specific mm-hmm. characters and then bringing them together. I feel like that's also never been done before. No, and I just I think it just proves that like I think a lot of times we think with movies and different things like I totally get that these are based off of comic books, but I feel like a lot of times we think like oh there's just never there's no original ideas anymore. Everything is always based off of something else, which in a lot of, which in a bunch of ways is true. But I feel like this is a unique way mm. to present it. I've got a rant I could go on with that. Ready if you want me to. Nah, not right now. Oh, it was all, it's all ready to go. Okay, just one second. Okay, I'll, I'll give the cliff notes first after you. <laughs> but like, I just feel like, I feel like we can't say that, that like originality is something that doesn't exist anymore. Because while these storylines were taken from comic books the way that it's being done is so different and so fresh and so uh like that i think that's why it works you know mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so i just feel like um go them go marvel for like going like reaching outside the box and doing something different and saying why not why don't we make movies for each of these characters and then bring them together so mm-hmm. because like do we think do you think that this is going to like they're going to peep other like storylines like this is going to happen for other movies too do you think based off of this or like Mm. seeing how it worked i guess yeah i think i think there's other large studios that have the means to do this definitely want a slice of this like magic that they figured out and right and they're working on figuring out how to do so right 
But, my, okay, cliff notes of my rant about no original ideas anymore and creativity's dead or various things, whatever. Um, so that's a misunderstanding. I feel like that's entering, the, saying that is entering this conversation with a misunderstanding of what original ideas are and how creativity works. I feel like someone saying that is expecting that, like, th- this new idea has to come, for it to be an original idea, has to come from nothing, has, it needs to ha- not be iterative or inspired by inspired by anything just completely brand new where that's not how ideas work you know ideas work from gathering you 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 have you have all sorts of inputs you're constantly gathering inputs and then the the creative new idea is what if we combine this thing with this other thing that's never been done before to make a new greater thing and that's exactly what happened with the marvel movies you know at one point they said what if we take this formula that's been going for a long time with the comics this right. idea, you know, each of them have their own various stories, but then there's also like various team up events and, and big events that happen. Um, like that's this has been going on for a long time in comics, and someone said, well, "Why don't we do this with movies?" And they did, and, and that's the only a reason movies. they didn't, and that was a brand it. new idea that hasn't been done before, and it's been crazy successful. It is, it is a brand new original idea. Right, right, but. yeah. Well, and I feel like a lot of times people will be like, "Well, you can't do that." It's like, well, why not? You know, and I think that's mm-hmm. where ideas happen and start is. You know, we, we, I feel like sometimes we just don't think outside the box. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and in some ways, people telling you no, that, yeah, that wouldn't work, and then you do it anyway. Yeah. And then, and, yeah. and then it's marble. So, um, you know, and one thing I will say is I just don't feel like, I feel like Marvel has kind of gotten it down. And I think DC, in some ways, has tried to do this whole thing, and they just haven't hit that magic button like, yeah, like they, Marvel has. So, they're getting there. And I think, I think, I think if they keep at it, they will get there, but uh, but it definitely isn't going to be as smooth, like, kind of just start. I mean, they didn't hit the ground running as well as Marvel did, but no. I think they're going to get there. It's yeah. just a little bit more of a slow climb. But We should probably wrap it up. Yeah. You can find us on Ketchup Pop. On Twitter, at Ketchup Pop. Yeah. Or where podcasts are found, we can be um, found under the title Pop Culture Ketchup, and the fantastic and the amazing thumbnail art of um, a ketchup splat was made by my amazing wife and her That's illustration me. skills That's... yeah yeah what if yeah. they what if they thought that your amazing wife was someone else well then i don't think they're very observant yeah but i made it thank you very much mm-hmm. um but yeah thanks for listening to us talk about avengers endgame and one of the critical best... role um that was also a historic moment and um, putting up with me, keeping talking about the royal baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry I didn't fill you in on my Walking Dead binge. I started it last Tuesday. Nope, two Tuesdays ago. And I'm already in the middle of season four. But I'm taking a break because it's too much for me to handle for my mental health. Yeah, for emotional reasons, we're taking a break. But um, we really appreciate you listening to us. Please message us on Twitter if you have any thoughts about what we talked about. And, oh, especially that Captain America thing. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Message us there. And uh, you can find us individually on social medias as well. Do you want to say where you can be found? Sarah Higley, 19 with one H. Yeah. So on Twitter, that's the best way to reach you? Yep. Oh, yeah. well, no, on Instagram, actually. Oh, okay. Where can we find you there? At Sarah Higley, 19 with one H. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Best place to find me uh, would be on Twitter. I don't really check. I don't go on too much other social media, but on Twitter, you can find me at Gila Monster. And the 
monster spelled with a zero instead of an O. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.